History Made in Philadelphia, Today on the World. I'm Marco Werman. Hillary Clinton is now officially her party's nominee for president, and she's got supporters across the globe. Given that the United States is such a big power, to have a woman as the president of the United States sends a very special message to the rest of the world. Also, our intrepid reporter tried Philly's famous cheesesteak, and... There was a lot of this sort of processed cheese. What, you just named it? Cheese Cheese Swiss? Swiss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was disappointed. Plus, two young women from the Bronx head for the Dominican Republic, where Zika is a big concern. We're both going to the DR. So I'm kind of worried. I'm not going to lie. Like, let's say I get it. How long am I going to have a fever, a rash? Those stories today on The World. Glad you could make it here on this Friday. We've got a lot to get to on the show today, but we want to start with Hillary Clinton's big moment on the stage last night at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. For the first time ever, a woman accepted a major party's nomination for president and now begins a 14-week battle to win over voters. The world's Maria Muriel just returned to Boston from the Democratic National Convention. She told me where she was last night at that historic moment. I was actually at the airport on my way back to Boston, but even at the gate waiting for the plane, there were TV screens showing the speech. And as Chelsea Clinton was introducing her mother, Hillary Clinton, women and their daughters were, instead of rushing to board the plane, as people usually do, they were sitting down and transfixed by what was going on in the screen. And and I saw some of them tearing up, actually. Mm -hmm. And then on the plane, I looked around and there were so many people, most of them women, who were watching the speech on the plane, also on the TV screens and the little seats. It was a really powerful moment, definitely. Well, you were reporting on American identity at both conventions, asking people what it meant to be an American. What were the differences you found between Cleveland and Philadelphia? One of the most striking things from both of the conventions were that at the RNC in Cleveland, there were lots of American flags in the crowd. People were wearing American flag hats, shirts, and everything. And at the DNC, I didn't see that many American flags until Hillary Clinton took the stage, actually. But before that, I did see people wearing flags from the country that they were from. Interesting. Um, So let's say you have like a Trinidadian American, they had a Trini flag, and a Jamaican Americans I saw with Jamaican flags and people from Puerto Rico with Puerto Rican flags. And what that said to me was that at the RNC, the idea of diversity was you come in and you blend into this idea of what America already is. And at the DNC, diversity is you bringing your heritage and displaying it out mm. loud in that way. Like the flags were a very telling sign to me. Yeah. I mean, flags are powerful images. And that kind of feels like a reflects the identity of the crowd. Did the speakers at the podium reflect that as well? So at the DNC, the crowd was a lot more diverse, irrefutably so, uh, whereas at the RNC, the crowd was visibly much wider. But, you know, on stage, they did have speakers from different backgrounds at both conventions. It was just more mirrored in Philadelphia than in Cleveland. As to that question, what does it mean to be an American? What kind of answers did you get? What was the most interesting one? My most interesting answers came from protesters at a rally for Puerto Rico that Mm. happened in Philadelphia earlier this week. And most of the answers that I had been getting up until that point were, you know, America means freedom. America means being able to do whatever you want. But for a lot of these Puerto Rican activists, they were just so blunt about the fact that America meant 
almost a hypocrisy to them because they feel that the United States doesn't get a claim on this word. You know, I grew up in South America and that is a sentiment that I remember. You know, it's not just the United States of America. American means the entire continent of the Americas. So we're going to hear in just a minute from women around the world getting their perspective on the U.S. getting its first uh, presidential nominee who is a woman. But your personal take on that, Maria, what does it mean to you? Like I said, I grew up in South America, and one of the things I was thinking about last night was it is a big moment for the United States. But then I thought about all these South American countries who have had female leaders, like there's Chile, Argentina, Brazil, Mm. Costa Rica, and... I can say, you know, having grown up there, that South American culture is a lot more patriarchal, I think, than U.S. culture. But we still haven't had a female leader. And for Hillary Clinton to get this nomination is still a very historic moment. So I think that that was a little striking to me. Thanks for catching up to South America, North America. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) The world's Maria Muriel, just back from covering the Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia. Thank you. Thank you, Marco. No matter your politics, when Hillary Clinton accepted the nomination last night, it was a powerful image for women, not just here, but around the world. We're going to hear now from five women outside.